respond. Hey, James. Is this Bond or Taggart? My name is Bond. James Bond. But tonight, it's Taggart. I'm off, to, I'm off duty. There's no mission this evening, Wilka. <laughs> I love it. So welcome uh, to the Leadership Talks podcast. Thank you so I'm much. I'm very appreciate, it. appreciate you having me on. To have you. And this is hilarious, like, right? Because I came to find about you. Um, I was taking um, a LinkedIn course and the I went to the LinkedIn uh, instructor's side and then he had you on his podcast. So I reach out because I really think, you know, it's an amazing uh, opportunity to bring somebody outside from the hospitality world. Uh, but also at the same time to talk about leadership and resilience and, you know, persistence. That's what we have been working through as humans, right, for the past year and a half now. But also I wanted to welcome with open heart, you know, I hope people will enjoy this podcast. And uh, yeah, so welcome and uh, tell us about your program because I see you're the James Bond impersonator. I loved it, the entrance, by the way. So talk to us about <laughs> your events and how is everything, how is business going so far for, you know, um, this year and what do you oversee for participation in upcoming events? Sure. Well, uh, thanks again for having me on. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a privilege and uh, love speaking with you. So uh, thanks, uh, thanks again for, for having me. But um, I got started um, in the James Bond uh, business simply because I, I really, I got tired of people telling me, hey, is any, you know, I, random people just walk up to me and say, hey, anybody tell you you look like James Bond? Anybody tell you you look like Daniel Craig? And um, I had never had any, this, this started in 2006, by the way, uh, when Daniel Craig did Casino Royale. And I had never had any professional photography done. I was not an actor. And uh, so I only would see my face when I was shaving. So I'd only see a very small percentage of my face and just straight on, I would never see a profile or anything like that. And uh, I, I'd be like, uh, yeah, you know, thanks. You know, I, I don't really see the resemblance, but thank you. And anyway, it just, it, it got more and more, uh, 2006, 2007, and then in 2008, Quantum of Solace came out and it got even heavier. And then one day, finally in 2011, after hundreds and hundreds of people had stopped me, uh, I had three people in the span of 90 minutes come up to me and say, hey, has anybody told you you look like James Bond? Anybody tell you that you look like Daniel Craig? And I was actually, it was actually kind of a frustrating moment because <laughs> I was like, you know, whether I do or I don't, there's enough outside validation that I do. So I immediately called my college roommate, who's a very successful actor. He's been in a ton of movies and just he's, that's all he's done for, gosh, uh, well over 30 years now. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, so I called him and he didn't know that much about the lookalike uh, world because it's such a specific niche. But uh, he said, listen, I, I'm based in Orlando. And he said, uh, Orlando is always looking for uh, a healthy dad. And, you know, I was in my 40s at the time and uh, with Universal and Disney. And so he said, get some photography done and, um, you know, and send some photos out and see if you can get some work. And so I did that. And I sent uh, when I saw the photos of my profile, this side and then specifically the back rear, then I saw what people were seeing. 
And it, there's a couple pictures that actually kind of freaked me out. There's one picture that looks more like me than it does Daniel Craig. And, um, and so I was like, wow, you know, this is, this is weird. Now I understand what's going on. And so I sent some, uh, some photos out to an agency that specializes in lookalike work. And they hired me for an event. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I worked this event that night and I met an impersonator who had been flown to Japan and put up and paid well. And, and I said, you've got to be kidding me. Somebody flew you halfway around the world, paid you to go to a party to be an impersonator. And I said, I can do this. So I put up my website and uh, I'm a business person. I'm an entrepreneur. And uh, it, it just took off. And uh, I, I've been very, very blessed ever since. So awesome. Awesome story. And uh... yeah, thanks. So um, Jeff Bloomfield, right, is the instructor exactly. on LinkedIn. And um, the, the program that I saw, the course that I took was about business and so forth. And then I clicked on his profile, I found you. So for what kind of business uh, and events do you attend that you've met, you had the chance to meet him? Yeah, so I literally, um, boy, what I do, it runs the gamut. Uh, I've worked live in six countries, uh, 35 states, and uh, I get hired. I, I, I work casinos in Europe. I've, I do, I've done trade shows in London. Uh, I'm in Vegas. Uh, Vegas is the number one. Uh, that's like the, the lookalike Mecca. So that's by far, uh, I work there more often than anywhere. But uh, corporate events are, are, are probably 90 eight percent of what i do and then maybe that other two percent is is like uh you know a, a small personal uh intimate party you know 20 30 40 people or something like that but uh it's corporate events and i am james bond all the time but it can run the gamut what i'm doing so i've been a martial artist for 28 and a half years so a lot of times casinos will hire me and they'll have me do a, a fight scene so I'll open up a, a big event with, uh, I, I might be emceeing a big event and I'll get up on stage. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got some bad guys coming up on stage. I, I worked, uh, I emceed in a, a New Year's Eve event down in the Bahamas a couple of years ago. And as I was opening up the night, you know, they had three guys come up and we did this fight scene where I kicked one of the guys into the pool and um, you know, just crazy stuff. <laughs> I'm just and, imagining all these scenes. I've been to the yeah. Bahamas and I love the casinos there. I'm yeah, just like imagining right the in, scene in my head. I was right like, oh my gosh. Place. Oh God. Yeah. That's awesome. What was so neat about that? It was, it was at the one and only ocean club. It was actually, it, it actually had just gotten sold to, um, uh, four seasons, but I worked another event there about eight years ago. Um, when it was the one and only Ocean Club. And that's really neat because they actually filmed uh, numerous scenes in Casino Royale right on property there. So it's, it was pretty cool. I've worked uh, two events uh, right where they filmed the movie. But, uh, and then I'm also, uh, I'm also an expert at trade shows because what companies will do is they will write out a script for me. I have a, 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 a client who is a uh, Israeli cybersecurity firm and they write out about a 12 and a half minute, very technical presentation and then I'll record that on my ear prompter and then I'll have an earpiece much like I do right here and then I will regurgitate what's on uh, what they wrote out word for word and wow. uh, and it actually looks like I really know what I'm doing I'm touching the screen and I'm just listening to myself speak and then speaking right after that and so you know I'd have people come up and 
hey, tell me more about the, you know, this hedgehog uh, defense. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just, I just looked the part. Let me introduce you to one of the sales guys. Oh so my God. It, it runs the gamut what I do. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm very fortunate. Um, how many has been like is uh, for the events this year, you know, since COVID started, like how many have you done and have you done any and how is everything looking for, you know, 2022? Yeah, well, I, nothing at the beginning of the year. Um, I worked four events in the span of eight days in uh, in the month of April, which was great. That was kind of like that's awesome. Um, that was like, yeah, it was awesome. It was it was like, oh my gosh, this is like old times, you know, yeah. uh, before a year and a half ago. And uh, and then I've I've uh, I've worked a few events. I just did a, a real big event out in San Diego three weeks ago, which was. Uh, awesome. I got a chance to to sail while I was out there. So that was uh, spectacular. And then uh, I've got, uh, I'm on hold for an event in uh, Las Vegas. I'm on hold for an event in uh, Carlsbad, California. And then I'll probably be uh, working in Portland, uh, Oregon in um, uh, about five weeks. So little bit of stuff coming in. I still have yet to work in Vegas. I'm on hold, uh, but nothing's confirmed on that yet. And, um, so it, it actually in, um, in four weeks, it will be two years since I've worked an event in Las Vegas. And, and it's in, in, a, you know, over the last decade, uh, I rarely go six weeks without working in Vegas. So it's, it's definitely been a, a big shift. Um, you know, and we're not, we're not out of it yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's bigger than me. I don't have control over it. So, I keep a positive attitude. I'm blessed to be, you know, for me to work one event doing what I do, I'm blessed beyond belief. So the fact that I've been doing this now for a decade, um, man, I, I can't sit here and complain uh, about all oh, I, you know, I need more work type of thing. I'm blessed to be healthy. I have an eight, 18 year old son. He's healthy. And, uh, you know, really anything else in life right now is icing on the cake. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And um, so my podcast, right, I'm in hospitality, and it's about leadership. So I thought, I heard your podcast, your interview with Mr. Bloomfield. And I thought your story in the beginning before you were an actor, and you're talking about that you were a bartender, and you're working with this crew, but you had a back problem, right? So yeah. How did you get over that issue? And yeah. if you could say to yourself from, you know, your young self in the beginning, what is the leadership lesson that you've learned in this challenging times? Yeah, well, uh, I had my back problem uh, for the span of, uh, of 18 years. And now um, I, I joined the Martial Arts Center for Health, which is where I met my teacher who has uh, been instrumental in the healing process for me, physically, mentally, emotionally. And um, so I've been training there since 1993. And uh, that process is just, is, has been invaluable because um, my life uh, before, when I, when I had the back problem, I had gotten to a pretty dark spot in my twenties. And uh, every morning just to wake up, to be able to stand up straight was a 10 to 15 minute process. Um, and you would have, you would have had to be a much stronger individual than I was to wake up in your twenties like that, and then be positive about, I'm going to go out and create this great life. Um, so I'm very, very fortunate that I met an extraordinary teacher who I'm still learning from today. 
And he was able to walk me through that process and first of all, build me up physically. And then that physical strength uh, gave me a little bit of energy um, and uh, the ability then to kind of start taking a look at some of the stuff uh, mentally and emotionally, uh, you know, on how I looked at life and, uh, and then, you know, could just build from there and then actually become, you know, a strong individual, not just from the physical standpoint, but, but mentally and emotionally as well. So, you know, from a leadership standpoint, what I would encourage everyone to do is, is uh, uh, one, uh, continue to search out uh, individuals that, that really have an ability to connect with you um, in a healthy, positive way. Um, be determined, um, flexible, and uh, and just hungry for uh, learning, and uh, and just and just stay persistent, right? It's it's uh, what we're going through right now with COVID. Um, I mean, it really. I think in, at all times, everybody has needed to be flexible, but I think uh, flexible and creative. But I think now in this, um, it's probably brought those skills to the forefront. And if you're, I think, have a tendency to kind of be stuck in a certain way, um, I think you're really adding a lot more um, problems to navigating through life than if you can look at it and, and just, you know, more get into the mindset of, you know, flowing like water would. And uh, so you can navigate because uh, if, if COVID is showing us anything, it's uh, one, you better, you better do what you can for your health. And two, you better be creative because the avenue that you've been on for X amount of time, and it really doesn't matter how long, could very rapidly change or go away almost overnight. And for some people, it has gone out overnight. So um, you've got to be flexible, um, you know, not just with your body, but you need to be flexible mentally um, so that you're able to bob and weave and, uh, and navigate through and just, you know, stay creative, stay positive. And like you and I were joking about earlier, stay out of the news. <laughs> I'm, I'm, de I'm dead serious with that too. I mean, I, I really am. It's, it's, uh, that's, that's, you know, I look at, at life and, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's probably one of the biggest energy zappers, uh, that there is. I think the more involved you are in, in that arena, um, I think you're, you're really, you're setting yourself up for a, a little bit of, if not failure, you're setting yourself up for a tougher uh, path in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, to just um, share also, cause you know, in hospitality people has been persistency. It has been like the number one for us, you know, and being flexible. Right. Oh my goodness. You know, like I've worked uh, in the beginning of the pandemic, I'm blessed like you said, and I've been flexible, but, you know, also it has that, you know, the attitude, the can-do attitude. Sometimes it's like, right. oh my gosh, I keep it up. I'm, how am I going to do this? And, you know, coming back to what you mentioned earlier about being okay with your mind and not just your body. And I've been all LinkedIn talking about work-life balance a lot yeah, because I had to gather to that you know and it's just like being around people and you know i'm a salesperson right I, i'm surrounded by people in the hotel and the next day the hotel is closed and i'm alone at the hotel so it's like it was 
you know, not just mentally, you know, to see everybody gone, right? All of my colleagues, all of my clients, like literally, like I was the only person in the building, right? So it's just scary. And yeah. it's just scary to think of like, yes, but I'm blessed and I'm here, right? But how I'm going to make it through the end of the night, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely put a toll on your mental, you know, um, state of mind. And, you know, I think I've been exploring a lot, um, work-life balancing, like you said, you know, physically, like also you have to be strong, right? So I'm doing my workouts on a daily basis, but and doing my meditation is like definitely one of my top, you know, yeah. uh, go-to and, you know, different, different things, right. That I listen to and, you know, gathering to positive people, you know, and, you know, sharing that, right. Because I'm in an industry right. where people, you know, we are affected every day, you know, like I talk to my colleagues these days and, you know, I share what I've been through and what they're going through. And I'm like, yeah, I know it, you know, I feel the same way, but Hey, we got to get up, stand up and move on to the next right. day, you know? And I think, you know, when you mentioned to us, you know, that you're blessed because you worked an event in April and it's like the same way I feel I'm blessed that I have reopened a hotel and I have had the chance to start in a new position in another location and that's you know also another reason why I reached out to you because I saw I think it was on your website or that you do have a boat and you live in Florida and I'm like oh my gosh you should come for the boat show in Annapolis (laughs) (laughs) that's right I was up there five years ago right now uh, next next month oh Oh, I love that boat show yeah I was out I was out of my mind when I went to the boat show because I had just done, I've had in my, in my mind, and since my earliest memories, I'm talking about when I was three years old, that I was going to live on a sailboat. And uh, my favorite books when I was growing up were Magellan, Balboa, Vasco da Gama, you know, the, the sailors, the explorers. And uh, so um, I'm a single dad and uh, my life, uh, I have, I have uh, one week on with okay, my son. And then... I hope he, they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no lady. They don't even need to. I have one lady. It's my boat. That's as my boat is my lady. That's my relationships. So, um, but uh, I'm one week on with my son and then one week off. And so, so that week off, you know, I'm about as, as flexible as you can get. And so this feeling of inside of me that I want to live on a boat, I went a little bit, was getting stronger and stronger. And I realized, wow, I hadn't, I hadn't sailed since uh, I had a sailboat when I was uh, growing up through my teens and, and my college years. And uh, so I took a one week live aboard course on a catamaran down in Fort Lauderdale, Miami. And I loved it. And that was, uh, uh, I got done with that four weeks before that boat show in October in Annapolis. So I, I went up there in 2016 and I have to tell you, I was, like a madman at that boat show. I, I was like, oh my God, I need to buy a boat today. And it wouldn't have been the right time. But uh, so I had to wait a couple of years. My son got a little older. And then uh, I joined a, a great organization called Sail Time up in St. Augustine back in 2018. And I spent 10 months on a monohull and absolutely fell in love with it. And then uh, the opportunity to, to buy a, a Lagoon 380 catamaran came up and I jumped at the chance. So yeah, so that's, and that'll be, that'll become my home in uh, just under 14 months. So about, about 13 months, 24 days. But who's counting? Are you on the sailboat right now? 
No, I'm not. I'm not. But I will be in. Uh, what time is it? It's about nine. I I will be in about thirteen hours. Okay, so we're gonna re-record this. I need to still both. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, actually, that's one of like, you know, because the sailboat in Annapolis is a huge uh, demand yes. for the city. And, you know, it's not just the sailboat. We also have the powerboat. Have you been right. participating in events that you have to actually, you know, uh, operate the boat? No, I, I uh, not that because and that I that would not be ideal because you really you've got to pay such close attention when you're operating a boat. And so, you know, people want me to be James Bond. They want me to, you know, looking cool. So I, I work seen it that he is like driving the boat ride. I'm like, I remember. Oh, it that. is. But, it, but not, <laughs> not, not when he gets to the dock. They don't, they don't know many of that. So, no, it's, it's uh, my boat. The name of my boat is called H2007. And I work James Bond events in St. Augustine off of my boat. So. Um, but but uh, the people that I'm in under contract with, they bring on a captain, and then I'm just able to be James Bond the whole time while we're while we're out doing the uh, doing the cruise. So it's Got it's it. a perfect uh, perfect situation. But <laughs> I, you know, I've I've only worked one boat show, uh, the Jacksonville boat show, uh, three years ago, and other than that, so man, I would love to be you know. These, these companies should hire me. They get somebody, they get me Bond who, you know, works events all over the world. And then on top of it, I'm an avid boater. I own a boat and the, my boat is going to be, you know, be my home. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Know, that's perfect that's an idea that we can throw out there, you know, and that's yeah. why, you know, I'm like, hey, you should join me for the podcast. You never know, right? Who is listening, who never is know. watching. So I that's truly right. appreciate this. It was so much fun. And <laughs> I wanted to um, ask you one last question. So uh, how people can connect with you? And yeah. are you on social media? I know you're on LinkedIn. That's how we connected. Yeah. So my real simple, my website is just 007now.com. My email, my name really is James. So it was meant to be, it's, you know, I mean, the whole thing was, was meant to be. So my email is just james at 007now.com. And uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is just James Taggart 007 and uh, Taggart is spelled T-A-G-G-A-R-T. But really, I mean, if anybody forgets any of that, if you just put in James Bond impersonator, uh, I, I'm you're the first one. I'm, yeah, I'm 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 on the I'm on the top. So and and you know there, there there's only that many of us you know worldwide. There's you know it, of of all the Bonds, Sean Connerys, Pierce Brosnans, Daniel Craig's. You know of all those guys, there's probably less than thirty of us worldwide. So it's it's a very limited um, you know, field. So, you know, it's another reason why I'm, I'm blessed beyond belief to, you know, to have the success that I do and be able to, to you know, to work this, uh, this career. Awesome. Awesome. And I, before, you know, we wrap up, um, how do you work for the personal branding? How do you work on that in social media for you to be hired? I, I'm very curious about that. Well, again, uh, I'm so fortunate because, I'm so easy to find. Uh, so people are always say, oh, do you, do you have one agent? And I've been contacted uh, from six continents for work on six continents. So um, there's no way I could have just one agent. So 
I'm very, very fortunate from that because instead of being in, you know, if you're a dentist, just in, just to, you know, where you are in Annapolis, there's thousands of dentists just in there. So there's not thousands of James Bond impersonators in the entire world. There's not even hundreds. So I'm very fortunate from that to be able to do that. And then what I do is uh, my website, uh, which you know I have out there promoting myself. And then I'm on a, a site called Gig Salad. And Gig Salad is for anything that has anything to do with entertainment. So, and I have, uh, I, have uh, I think, approaching around 60 uh, reviews. Every single one of them is five star. They're from all over the world. And so anybody who does any research on me, everything that they're gonna see about me is, you know, every review that I have, this guy knocked it out of the park. He was unbelievable. It doesn't matter what I was doing, whether it was a fight scene, whether I was doing an MC job, whether I was working a trade show and just, you know, doing meet and greet photos and mingling, or if I was doing a trade show with an ear prompter presentation. So, um, you know, I try to expand as much as I can do. There's really, you know, I've done all kinds of different commercials for companies, both in television and internet. And, you know, I just express to the people because of uh, my physical ability and what I can do with, from a martial arts standpoint, there's really nothing that I can't do um, for you. So you design what you think is going to be best. And then I will fit into that mold and give it that James Bond touch. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Like definitely, you know, the ability of, you know, being able to do the martial arts and all of that, like that's like this script, you can do any script. It's awesome. I love it. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And again, thank you so much. I'm super excited. Okay, thank you. you. Yeah. It was so a pleasure. It. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank Have a great you. Night. You too. Thanks, Bye. Take care.